This is Chris C. And this is episode three of the Corona Conversations. This is a podcast we're doing uh, during this unique season. It's a season of quarantine. It's a season of uncertainty. Uh, For a lot of us, it's a season of worry, both about our health and our finances. Uh, But what we've learned, especially as people of faith, um, is that if we start to focus on our own problems, life becomes really difficult and something amazing happens. It's the the great Christian paradox. When we lift our eyes and we start to look at other people's struggles and we realize, even though I'm struggling, I have a way to help them. And if I help them, um, I find a contentment and a happiness, even in a season, right? That uh, some of us are worried, like if it rained for a week and we couldn't get outside, uh, are we going to, are we going to lose it? You know, it just, um, some of us are quarantined with people. Uh, that are driving us crazy, or maybe we're not quarantined with people and we're we're missing touch, and that that can be a difficult thing as well. And today we have some of my longstanding friends, John and Zachariah. They work with a longstanding partner organization, and I think you're going to be richly, richly blessed to hear from my dear brothers. They are longtime friends. They lead uh, the program that we work intimately with with Living Water International in India. And um, I'm a bit sad because I've not been able to go back to India in recent years because often for Christian pastors, visas have become more difficult. So uh, since I haven't gotten to see them or spend time with them in the same way, we're really blessed that it was really, it's hard to believe guys, it's been seven weeks since we were together in the Holy Land. But as we quarantine, as the world faces this virus, And we think about my brothers uh, and their teams that are leading to bring clean water and hygiene and sanitation to people in India. I think what could be more important? So thanks for being with me. I love you guys so much. It's so good to catch up. And it's great to invite other friends at Ecclesia and across the globe to hear how things are going there. India, right, is one of the most complex places in the world. So it's different in uh, both of those places in different ways. So I just want to hear from both of you. How are you doing? How are your families doing? How are our teams doing? What do we need to do? Give us, uh, tell us what's happening because we're, we got our heads down here in Houston. We'd love to hear more. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Uh, it's a joy to be uh, speaking with you this evening. And uh, yes, uh, wonderful memories of the pilgrimage to the Holy Land. And uh, Shibu and I are really uh, thrilled to be talking to you and uh, to sharing with you uh, what's been going on uh, with uh, the coronavirus pandemic in India. It's been uh, slow going here since we've been locked in. And uh, we feel that uh, uh, even with the lockdown that uh, our prime minister uh, did with the country, we have been able to serve in different ways, um, teaching people, especially on the basic, most basic thing of hand washing. Yeah. And, uh, and the people in the villages don't realize that that is what is going to protect them. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe in the urban areas, people do feel it's okay. Uh, but in the villages, they really need this kind of teaching. And I'm sure Shibu uh, would be able to tell uh, how it's... Uh, down in South India also. Ben, where, yeah, thank you. where you're at in the villages there, and I'd love to hear the same, Shabu, are pe- do people, you're teaching them about hand washing. Do they have soap? Are you providing soap? Um, there are a lot of communities we've been bringing clean water to for a while. 
uh, obviously for anybody to face this without hand sanitizer or soap feels overwhelming. Yes, uh, hand soap, we have been providing uh, sanitizers uh, don't go well in India because especially the villagers will not be able to understand what to do with it. But uh, hand soap, definitely for many of them, uh, even today, hand soap is a novelty. Yeah. And they're so grateful to get that uh, from Living Water. Beautiful. Shabu. Yeah, so we, we, yes, sir. We've been going back to the uh, same villages where we have given them water wells. And so right now we are trying to go back to the same villages and to the same people uh, serving the same group right now, uh, giving them uh, soap and, uh, and teaching them and, and, and also uh, helping them to clean even the uh, pump handles, you know, yeah. the basic things then that we, we take for granted, you know, everything, because you don't know where you're touching and what, what, where it's coming through, where it's coming from. And, you know, it has come to all the states in India. It's affected almost in every areas of India. And these numbers really uh, don't uh, do justice uh, because we don't do enough testing here. I think the government is trying to... Um, Oh boy, uh, bring, uh, show the numbers down to the whole world, seems like. So they are not doing enough testing. So um, we are hearing several stories uh, from other sources. But um, in newspapers and TVs, you see very, um, I mean, um, the, the, the number of cases so far in India is close to only 6,000, which is very hard to believe. Um, I know a particular state uh, in, in India uh, where they have several patients in the hospital and they have listed three or four hmm. uh, positive cases. So, and that's a state where all these uh, um, uh, foreign travelers are are in and always in and out. So you can imagine. So um, yes, it's a struggle, uh, but uh, thanking God for the opportunity that we get uh, to go uh, with the government officials. Actually, this has been a very good time for us to team up with the uh, local government um, officials um, they are seeking our help at this point. And, um, you know, this is a partnership that we've been uh, um, looking forward to for a long time. Uh, and now it, it's really falling into our our, our, um, our hands right now. So we have been uh, partnering with them a lot, going to villages, um, to, uh, teaching people about um, uh, hand washing and, and providing them with soap. And recently we were able to acquire uh, quite a few uh, masks also, uh, also training and teaching them how to make masks. So uh, pretty de deeply involved, um, all of us in all over India. Praise God for that. Oh, that's so good. And so part of what I want people at Ecclesia to know, and as we think about the contribution we're going to make in this season, uh, we just wrote another check to Living Water last week. We have more that we need to raise. Uh, when people go to our website, if they go to the Advent Conspiracy uh, donation, it goes directly to Living Water. They can go to water.cc. But clearly, we want to support these programs in India that it's just hard to fathom. We, you know, we get down to our last thing of hand sanitizer because we use it so much when we go out. We can't wash our hands at a sink. If we go to a grocery store, I can't imagine facing this without soap at all. The, the, the other thing that's interesting to me, Ben Chabu, about India, at least in my time there, and you know, I love it. I love the food, the culture, the people. Um, it's, uh, but, but, um, the density, right, of India um, and, mm -hmm. and the culture. It yes. also like people are close to each other. Like I always tell the story of right. being on the plane right. coming back from India, and I was with these newlyweds, and they would literally like I just became like they they wanted to cuddle with me. You know, they just like uh, pulled me into their cuddle. <laughs> they put their feet on me, and uh, personal space <laughs> is not the same in India, right? Um, 
which is absolutely. bound to make this disease spread more quickly. How are, how are people adapting their practices? Um, that's so, I mean, here we shake hands, but, but it's nothing like the level of touch you get in India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in India, especially North India, uh, places like uh, Varanasi, uh, it is so densely populated. Uh, I don't know how to put it in square miles, but the density here is 1,500 people to the square kilometer, mm-hmm. which is which is really high. And, and people are being told, we are also advising them, you know, maintain social distance, uh, at least a one meter and uh, wear masks. So we've been helping to tailor uh, uh, cloth masks, cotton masks, and that's been helping a lot because people, even though they may be close together, they're at least not spreading germs because they're wearing masks in the cities. So these are different ways. And we were really surprised that the government for once came to us, uh, to Living Water, and and has requested us to, to help them so NGOs are being, non-profit organizations are being requested to help out with this crisis. Thank God. It's such a, that's a big shift happening right now. So there are not many that's good things huge, we can celebrate, shift. but that's one good thing. What about in the South, Shabu? How is that playing out there? Yeah, pretty much the same story. Government is trying to keep people in. Uh, I, I mean, to, to a certain extent, they are being successful. Because if you have seen outside, they are going to they're putting a case against you now. Hmm. Uh, so they are really going uh, strict. But you know, places like Mumbai, uh, Delhi, Calcutta, Chennai, uh, you, you I mean you can't control people because there's uh, one small house, one room, and there's 18 people living in that house. Yeah, you know, yeah. how do you keep uh, social distancing there? So there's uh, that's not even a chance there. So that is a scary part. Uh, it is very possible that it could. Uh, you know, we probably have just uh, just the tip of the iceberg here. Uh, and and it's a pretty scary thought thinking about all those uh, slums and all those uh, densely pro- uh, populated areas uh, in in certain parts of the country. So for people in mm-hmm. Houston and across the United States, we're struggling, and we have I've told you I have friends that are sick uh, with the virus all over the country, right? And we have uh, a beloved brother that mm-hmm. has served at a pastor at the, ch- at the church that has already lost his mother in Houston, and so we you know this thing is real. Uh, but we are really blessed that that we have what we need to try to help ourselves stay safe, um, to be able to partner with you and bring masks and soap and clean water to people so that they can give themselves a fighting chance. Because because what one of the things I love in India as well is uh, there's a respect for elderly people, right? There's a love for elderly people. People care mm. well uh, for their mothers and their grandparents, and, and, and they want to... Uh, have a long life with them. One of the other things I love, maybe you guys could give us a tip here. You know, we're all uh, quarantined. We're trying to find new things to watch. Everybody's watching things on Netflix. There's this crazy show called Tiger Den about crazy people that keep tigers, which uh, might be fascinating to Indians. But uh, to our Indian brothers and sisters, one of the things I love is like Bollywood is such a creative place, right? And just the the, the great uh, entertainment, the joy, the dancing, the stories that come out. Do you guys have any tips for us, something we need to watch uh, from your country, uh, any new shows, movies that we ought to uh, appreciate while we're in quarantine? <laughs> well, this is a I deep, mean, important uh, spiritual question. We need to get to the bottom of it. Chris, uh, you know, I, I know, I know we need to lighten things up. Uh, I know. Uh, the Americans have always been 
the front runners uh, in the world. And uh, we're really uh, grateful to, to what um, Ecclesia and uh, the United States has done for countries like India to help us. And, and uh, I know there's Bollywood that they've been trying to lighten up the scene in India, the, the actors and the actresses have been trying to uh, reach out and, and help out. And, and there was this one story um, in the newspaper where uh, the rat-eating tribe, and I want to mention that again, the mm. rat-eating tribe oh. was suffering the most because they are daily wage laborers. And there's no work today because everything has shut down. And they were eating grass with salt. Mm close to our uh, place in Varanasi. And so we were able to go out and take rice and, and wheat flour and oil and soap and, and go out and help 25 families with this uh, provision for a week. And they were so grateful for this. And, and you know, I'm so overjoyed to get this call from you, uh, Chris, because you know, it breaks my heart that even in the midst of this pandemic, Ecclesia and the country of the United States is thinking about helping overseas. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, it's it's our gift, right? And we, we learn so much from each other, right? And we know that in our relationship mm. is that we have so much that we, it is so reciprocal. We find so much joy in each other. To, Shabu, one of the things I'm talking about in my Easter sermon this week is... Uh, is the story in the resurrection story of Thomas, right? And I, I especially think right now it's just one of the most beautiful stories. In the United States, sometimes he get, almost gets a bad rap because people call him Doubting Thomas, right? And you're like, no, no, he was right. he was really just questioning Thomas. He was, uh, mm. he was, I like to call him Courageous Thomas or Faithful Thomas, that mm. really, uh, but especially in this time and place, right? He, uh, you know, there's great, in John 11, uh, when Jesus says, hey, we're going to go to Lazarus' hometown, they knew that was a dangerous place, right? Thomas was the first one, like, we'll die with you there. If they come after you, we'll die with you there, right? He, he had great faith. In yeah. John 14, yeah. and Jesus is teaching, and they didn't understand, right? And he asked the question to Jesus, like, you say we know where you're going, but we don't know where you're going. And Jesus is like, oh, well, let me mm. clarify. And then he says, right, I'm the path, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life, right? And we just go, wow, that's what... Thank you, Thomas, for asking that question. We all needed to hear Jesus clarify that. But I think especially in this season after, you know, he the, all, the disciples kind of isolated, right? They went and they quarantined themselves out of fear for their lives in a lock, behind a locked door. And Thomas wasn't there the first time. I think maybe he was an introvert or something. And maybe he was irritated with one of the disciples because they said something. Who knows, right? We all would be that way in a difficult time, but especially when the second time he appeared to them in that room, Thomas was there, right? And Thomas got to touch Jesus. And I think especially now when we're not, we have a lot of people that are living at home alone, right? And they're not getting touched. Like the touch of Jesus is really important. Um, where you are in Kerala, Thomas is like, I mean, people trace their faith. They can trace it directly back to Thomas because he came and preached the gospel there. Mm -hmm. Uh, would you offer a little bit of the perspective from Kerala about Thomas and uh, his belief in the resurrection, right? Gave him courage that it's hard for most of us to fathom. I kind of feel like when we get to work with you in Kerala, when we get to work with Ben and uh, in Varanasi, we're, we're kind of getting to carry forward that same ethos. 
what what would be the perspective of Thomas for believers uh, in Kerala? You know, uh, St. Thomas came to Kerala and, uh, you know, he was uh, buried right next to Kerala in the state of Tamil Nadu, in Mailapur. And um, because of his coming to uh, India and Kerala, we have a lot of Christians in Kerala. Mm. And uh, uh, yes, uh, we, we really, uh, we believe that he was a very courageous person. I mean, at that time to travel all the way to India, I don't even know how he came, how he made it. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe. Wow that he made it all, all the way to India. So very courageous and he was very passionate. That's, uh, uh, that's the thinking process that we have about uh, St. Thomas, very passionate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he literally, uh, you know, just took it to heart when Jesus said, you know, go ye therefore and spread the gospel, you know, Matthew 28. Yeah. So he really took it and he came all the way to India and praise God for uh, someone like that who came and, and really uh, gave his life here. You know, I mean, he was, he was killed here. Uh, mm. in the land of India, and he was buried here. Mm. Uh, yes, because of that, we do have a lot of uh, Christians in, in the southern part of in, in India, especially in Kerala. And right now, it's, uh, you know, the, the talk about among the Christians is, you know, it's a revival time. You know, we need to really get back to the basics. We need to get back to God. Uh, you know, we've been away, away, you know, without even knowing that we were going away from God. We have been. And this is a time that we need to get back to God. So, uh, you know, I, I truly believe uh, through all these, uh, the revival will happen yeah. uh, in the land of India. And, uh, you know, especially, I, and I'm hoping it will start from the same place St. Thomas came from, Kerala. Amen. 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 And then hopefully for us as well, right? We're um, American Christians. We've been in a routine, right, for a long time. Mm. We kind of work. Our kids go to school. They do sports, they do music lessons. Like we, we, we have a routine down and we have, mm. we're, we're at a new place. We have developed new routines and it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. That the people listening to this podcast, the people I pastor, like our new routines could be to be radically generous, to really uh, lean in and, and read the scriptures and draw close to God in prayer and take these walks, right? I know when I go on a walk right now, I'm like, fresh air right Mm. it just feels so good and i'm reminded like that air comes from god like it's his Mm. we have this uh worship song we sing and we sing it you know it's it's your air in our lungs so we pour out our praise right and i just keep imagining Mm. like i'm grateful that i can breathe well right some people that have this virus Mm. they're struggling to breathe and uh and air comes from god so just hearing stories of what's happening there being reminded of thomas being reminded that we're in this together so we can't exactly do yes. what Thomas does, and we can't. Uh, none of us are going to get on a plane this week and make it to join you in India. <laughs> but um, but we can. This is my suggestion to everybody: is make a uh, make a donation to Living Water that can help our brothers and and sisters I'll in India. Agree. And uh, you can do that at the ecclesiahouston.org website. You can do that at water.cc. And then do this: support a local Indian restaurant tonight and order some Indian food. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your house to be delivered and in Houston, especially and all across the U.S., we have some really good Indian food and uh, eat some Indian food and pray uh, for Ben and for Shabu and for their teams. They're the most courageous, beautiful, fun people that I know. And I just I'm so sad that I'm not currently getting to travel to India with you very often. But we had such a beautiful time tracing the footsteps of Jesus. And I'm uh, it's a way we can connect with you. So I'm hoping everybody 
you listen to it. I know, I know there's a paneer right now that you're just like, I need that. And a garlic naan, yeah. just order some garlic naan <laughs> and, uh, and pray for Ben and Shabu. And some, and some butter and, chicken. And, 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 and yes, the garlic chicken. And, and Chris, Chris, along with that naan and chicken, if you want some old, uh, Bollywood related movies. Yes. Uh, please watch uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. It will. Yes. It's such a great movie. So <laughs> that would be literally, even if you've seen it, rewatch it. You have time. It's yes. such an uplifting, beautiful uh, story beautiful and movie. film. So tune in. Slumdog Millionaire. Take some other Bollywood recommendations. Make a donation. <laughs> order Indian food. It's a perfect night tonight. So. Ben, would you close us out and just say a prayer? And I've, I would especially appreciate if you prayed that we we would all, I know everybody listening to this podcast, myself included, I'd like to be more like Courageous Thomas. I want to be, um, mm. I want to take, mm. just as Shabu said, right? He just took it seriously when Jesus said, right? Mm. Go and share the gospel with all people and that it's mm -hmm. good news, right? And it's if it's good news, we reminded people at Ecclesia all the time, it, it's only good news if it's good news for everyone, right? And uh, mm -hmm. we Absolutely. believe it's good news in India. We believe it's good news in Houston. We believe it's good news to the homeless. Uh, we, we that's what we believe. So um, if we could all be a little bit more like Thomas, that would be a gift that you could just pray that we would all feel connected. We don't know how long this is mm -hmm. going to last. It could last a while. And uh, we mm -hmm. want to care well for ourselves and develop some new routines that are really healthy and good for us. So... I love you guys a ton. Mm -hmm. Ben, would you pray for us to send us out? Sure. Um, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful life that you have given to us. Lord, we don't take it for granted anymore. The oxygen that we breathe, mm. the air that we take in. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together this evening so that we could talk about what you have done in our lives and what you're doing even in the midst of this crisis. Father, we pray that you will give each one of us strength. Lord, remove every fear that is in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that you have promised us in Psalm 91 that a thousand will fall by your side and 10,000 by your right side, but it will not come hmm. near you. And Father, we claim in your name that, Lord, you will protect your children. Lord, give us the courage as we go into the unknown that, Lord, you are with us and you have said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for Ecclesia. Thank you, Lord, for Living Water and for the work that is going on around the world and in India. Bless our brothers and sisters as they worship you at Easter. Thank you, Lord, that you are risen and that you are no longer in the grave. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Brothers, I love you. You know, you're not my favorite Indians, though. Your wives are my favorite <laughs> Indians. I like them more than you. I like you a lot, but, but your wives, you. I mean, you, they are Chris. special. So give them. Appreciate your ministry. God bless Thank you. Thank you. Give we all your kids. You, give all your kids my love as well. And then we'll be talking soon. Yeah. We will. Thank you, Pastor. Okay. Love you. Love Thank you. you. Talk bye. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Bye. bye. So, Ecclesia, I want to thank you for listening. I, um, if, if you could meet Ben and Shabu, you'd realize um, if you, you had a short list of people you wanted to have a drink with and uh, 
Eat some Indian food, they'd be at the top of the list. They're so much fun. Uh, and they're so faithful. Uh, what they wouldn't tell you is, uh, is that where they work, uh, they're under constant persecution. They've been drilling water wells and they have been chased away and beaten, threatened, and they go back and they go back. So I love them. I hope these, this podcast is encouraging to you. I'm going to try to keep doing it. I'm going to talk to some friends in the coming weeks that have uh, been sick with this virus, learn from them how we can help them, what they've experienced through it. There's so much for us to learn. God bless you. Have a great day. And I pray that your Easter and the season of Easter is truly and richly blessed.